Section 87, A Final Report of the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Final Report of the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments. Coming to Terms with the Past, Looking Ahead to the Future. Chapter 18, Part 4 recommendation fourteen the advisory committee recommends that the human radiation interagency working group review the area of compensation for research injuries of future subjects of federally funded research particularly reimbursement for medical costs incurred as a result of injuries attributable to a subject's participation in such research and create a mechanism for the satisfactory resolution of this long-standing social issue a system of compensation for research injuries has been contemplated since at least the late nineteen forties when the army debated but ultimately rejected suggestions to establish a uniform program for compensating prisoner volunteers who were injured during experiments involving malaria and hepatitis beginning in the nineteen seventies a number of government-sponsored ethics panels endorsed the provision of compensation for research injuries culminating with the president's commission for the study of ethical problems in medicine and biomedical and behavioral research president's commission in nineteen eighty two since then experts and commentators have continued to support this position in our deliberations concerning retrospective remedies for injured research subjects the advisory committee was unable to reference a federal policy or guide for a fair system of compensation of research subjects as no policy exists even today so that years from now others do not have to revisit and struggle with this issue the federal government must take steps now to address the issue of compensation for injured research subjects these steps should include consideration of the approach recommended by the president's commission in its report compensating for research injuries the ethical and legal implications of programs to redress injured subjects the president's commission summarized the basic argument for compensation as follows medical and scientific experimentation even if carefully and cautiously conducted carry certain inherent dangers experimentation has its victims people who would not have suffered injury and disability were it not for society's desire for the fruits of research society does not have the privilege of asking whether this price should be paid it is being paid in the absence of a program of compensation of subjects those who are injured bear both the physical burdens and the associated financial costs the question of justice is why it should be these persons rather than others who are to be expected to absorb the financial as well as the unavoidable human costs of the societal research enterprise which benefits everyone the advisory committee urges not only the consideration of a compensation policy for physical injuries attributable to research but also that that consideration be given to appropriate remedies for subjects who have suffered dignitary harms even in the absence of physical injury subjects so wronged have little recourse in the current system 
litigation in the absence of physical injury is unlikely to provide relief to people who have been used as subjects without their adequate consent if it is determined that financial compensation is not generally an appropriate remedy in the absence of physical injury consideration should be given to other remedies that would be fitting recommendations for balancing national security interests and the rights of the public recommendation fifteen fifteen a the advisory committee recommends to the human radiation interagency working group the adoption of a federal policy requiring the informed consent of all human subjects of classified research and that this requirement not be subject to exemption or waiver in all cases potential subjects should be informed of the identity of the sponsoring federal agency and that the project involves classified information fifteen b the advisory committee recommends to the human radiation interagency working group the adoption of a federal policy requiring that classified research involving human subjects be permitted only after the review and approval of an independent panel of appropriate non-governmental experts and citizen representatives all with the necessary security clearances this panel should be charged with determining one that the proposed experiment has scientific merit two that risks to subjects are acceptable and that the balance of risk and potential benefit is appropriate three that the disclosure to prospective subjects is sufficiently informational and that the consent solicited from subjects is sufficiently voluntary and four whether potential subjects must have security clearances in order to be sufficiently informed to make a valid consent decision and if so how this can be achieved without compromising the privacy and voluntariness of potential subjects complete documentation of the panel's deliberations and of the informed consent documents and process should be maintained permanently these records should be made public as soon as the national security concern justifying secrecy no longer applies although the advisory committee believes that the interests of both science and potential subjects are best served when research involving human subjects is conducted in the open a public policy prohibiting the conduct of human subject research in secret is unwise important national security goals may suffer if human subjects research projects making unique and irreplaceable contributions were foreclosed more citizens may suffer harms for lack of such information than would be harmed if adequately safeguarded human subjects research was conducted in secret it also is possible that a prohibition on classified human subjects research would be circumvented through redefinition of activities or disregarded outright if this were to occur the participants in such activities could end up less well protected than if they were bona fide research subjects the advisory committee believes however that the classification of human subject research ought properly to be a rare event and that the subjects of such research as well as the interests of the public in openness in science and in government deserve special protections the advisory committee does not believe that continuing with the current federal policy governing the protection of human subjects which does not provide any special safeguards or procedures for classified research is adequate 
in the current political context classified human subjects research occurs relatively rarely existing policy may prove an inadequate safeguard of individual rights and welfare however if in the future national security crises occur that generate a perceived need for classified research the history of human experimentation conducted in the interests of strengthening and protecting national security that the advisory committee has examined demonstrates how the rights and interests of citizens can be violated in secret research the convergence of elements of secrecy urgent national purposes and the essential vulnerability of research subjects owing to differentials in information and power between those conducting research and those serving as subjects could again lead to abuses of individual rights and upon subsequent revelation the erosion of public distrust in government the advisory committee is particularly concerned about two aspects of current policy exceptions to informed consent requirements and the absence of any special review and approval process for human research that is to be classified the current requirements for the informed consent of research participants is not absolute leaving open the possibility that subjects may serve as mere tools of the state in the interests of national security if consent is waived a strengthened requirement for the informed consent of research subjects in classified research should safeguard against the merely instrumental use of individual people to serve national purposes institutional review boards of government agencies are not sufficiently independent of the interests of the organizations of which they are a part to set aside considerations of organizational mission when considering research construed as having the greatest national priority thus determination by an agency i r b that a waiver of informed consent is warranted or that sufficient information about a study remains in a censored protocol description for a potential subject's review inadequately protects subjects interests and rights and does not adequately safeguard the public's trust by contrast an independent panel should be less subject to unintended bias than that of an irb of a federal agency whose mission is to protect and promote national security although the advisory committee acknowledges that both the formation of an independent review panel and an absolute informed consent requirement create opportunities for information leaks or security breaches and delays in the progress of urgent research these disadvantages are surmountable and are more than balanced by the increased vigilance afforded the rights and interests of citizens and the safeguarding of the public's trust in government recommendation sixteen the advisory committee recommends to the human radiation interagency working group that improvements be made in the protection of the public's rights and interests with respect to intentional releases sixteen a the advisory committee recommends to the human radiation interagency working group that an independent review panel review any planned or intended environmental releases of substances in cases where the release is proposed to take place in secret or in circumstances where any aspect of the environmental review process required by law is conducted in secret in conducting its review the independent panel should ensure that one secrecy is limited to that required for reasons of national security two 
records will be kept on the nature and purpose of the release the rationale for not informing the public including workers and service personnel as well as affected citizens and alternative means of gathering data that were considered three actions to mitigate risk were considered and will be taken and four actions will be taken to measure the actual effect of the release on the environment and human health and safety to the extent that measurements are deemed needed and feasible the panel should also review the conditions on which any information kept secret should be made public with a view toward ensuring the release of information as soon as practicable consistent with any legitimate national security restrictions the panel should report to congress periodically on the number and nature of releases it has reviewed the advisory committee does not conclude that intentional releases can never be conducted in secret it does conclude that to the extent that the government proposes to conduct an intentional release that involves elements of secrecy there must be independent review to ensure that the action is needed that risk is minimized and that records be kept to make sure a proper accounting is made to the public at the earliest date consistent with legitimate national security concerns the advisory committee found that the government has sponsored numerous intentional environmental releases of radiation for research purposes in many cases these releases were conducted in secret without warning to the surrounding populations while the risks posed by these releases appears to have been relatively small in many cases little data remain on the precise measure of these risks or on actions taken to minimize risk and to ensure that unknowing citizens did not inadvertently expose themselves to greater risks than necessary in addition the committee found that the risks and concerns posed by intentional releases for research purposes in terms of both the magnitude of radiation exposure and the consequences of secret keeping sometimes did not differ qualitatively from those posed by routine operational releases of radiation most notably the radiation risk posed by the green run a relatively large intentional release was a fraction of that radiation released in the normal course of operation of hanford in the mid-1940s this recommendation is intended to apply to all secret releases of substances into the environment not merely to substances determined to be hazardous the committee believes that the operative concern is secrecy even if the substance released is entirely harmless the backdrop of secrecy is sufficient to create a climate of distrust the committee did not have the expertise however to determine whether so broad a sweep was feasible at minimum the committee recommends that any secret release of a substance that would necessitate an environmental impact statement be required to have a review by an independent panel today federal environmental laws and rules provide for environmental impact statements which are subject to review in instances in which the federal government proposes actions with a substantial effect on the environment however the rules also provide that part or even all of such reviews may be conducted in secret in fact reviews that are secret in whole or part do take place the environmental protection agency has the authority and responsibility to oversee all environmental impact reviews including those conducted in secret 
however the advisory committee's inquiries indicate that epa's role in the review of secret impact statements has been limited moreover the decades of secret keeping regarding intentional releases have created a basis for distrust particularly among those living in potentially affected communities even today there is little practical means by which the public can know the full extent whether or not great of environmental decision-making an action that is being kept secret the location of responsibility for review of these activities in a single panel that is itself accountable and that is independent of agencies that conduct releases should be a means to restoring lost trust sixteen b the advisory committee recommends to the human radiation interagency working group that an appropriate government agency currently the environmental protection agency maintain a program directed at the oversight of classified programs with suitably cleared personnel this program should maintain critical records such as environmental impact statements and environmental permits permanently the agencies subject to regulation should ensure the timely consideration of environmental impacts and oversight and the timely provision of all necessary clearances epa should provide regular unclassified reports to congress describing the extent of its activities as well as any significant problems the requirements of environmental law apply to activities of the federal government regardless of whether those activities are classified however classification complicates the process of regulatory oversight by the epa or any other regulatory agency and limits the ability to report to the public and for the public to express its own concerns furthermore secrecy has been used to shield activities that raise public health concerns for these reasons the responsibility for environmental oversight is magnified for secret programs there is no fundamental barrier to effective oversight at least some regulators can be given the necessary clearances however ensuring timely and effective oversight requires cooperation between the regulated agency and the regulatory agency to establish the necessary oversight procedures these mechanisms are not fully in place for example the epa office with the statutory responsibility to review environmental impact statements maintains no records of classified environmental impact statements and has not historically had individuals cleared to review the most highly classified defense programs the epa office responsible for overseeing federal compliance with environmental regulations has just begun to establish mechanisms for overseeing secret programs End of section 87.